This is episode number 002 of The Reno Slant. Welcome to the Reno Slant, the podcast for Northern Nevada sports fans, where an award-winning sports writer and his Nevada alum brother discuss Nevada football, Nevada basketball, and, well, pretty much everything else Nevada, except for the Loyalist Chicago tournament game. We don't talk about that. Here are your bro hosts, Adam and Nathan Schaub. In a few ways, actually, this is kind of our first episode. The, the, the first episode was kind of you guys letting, or us letting you know what the show is going to be about and why we're excited about it. But this show, we are actually digging into Nevada football. We're not talking Portland State yet. That's in the next episode, which is live, by the way. So if you're looking for some Portland State insights, go ahead and check that out after this one. <laughs> Wait till this episode's over, please. And then we can go listen to the Portland State preview. But this one is all about season preview stuff. What are we expecting from Nevada football this year? Um, what are the things we're most excited for? What are some betting angles? Talked about Adam being the sports gambler between the two of us. So what, what's the win total for Nevada? How would we bet that if we were to some predictions for the season? Is Nevada going back to a bowl this year? Potentially. Um, so we'll share our insights there. What would need to happen for this season to be determined or for for it to be deemed a success and uh, best and worst case scenarios for, for this season also. Cause I personally think we'll get into, into this more in the show. I, I think it's a pretty wide range of possible outcomes for the 2018 Nevada Wolfpack football program. So we'll dig into that. And really what are we most excited for now that football season is finally, finally back. When we're recording this, we're still not quite there. But when you guys are listening to it, it's it's here. So I'm going to act like it's here. <laughs> and the offseason for football is way too long in my mind. In the month of August, it goes even slower. Because you're super excited. You're like three weeks, two weeks, two and a half weeks, two and a quarter weeks, two weeks. And so finally, it's over. Super pumped. So... Um, Adam, before we, we jump into this, I guess we both went back and listened to our first episode. I listened to it in the car and I was miserable <laughs> for those, for those 18 minutes. So I guess real quick, your, your, your thoughts on our first episode, our first go at it. Yeah, I thought we had, we definitely had some spots where I was like, all right, we'll need to improve. One of them, I was thinking, <laughs> I was like, when we asked about the gift question, you were like, are we going to be a gift podcast? And I said two hands up. And I was like, well, should have been two thumbs there, definitely, but two hands. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I love that. Like, you're jumping. Yeah. You're fired up. Oh, okay. I loved okay. It. See, I, I took it a different way. I thought I was just like the kid in class that got excited. Instead of putting one hand up, he had two hands up. <laughs> but yeah, other, yeah, other than some little quirks like that, but that, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get it in due time. Yeah. I realized that I said absolutely about 50 times. <laughs> I, dude, I kept, I kept saying like every other word. <laughs> so you're like a sorority my, girl. I know, well, it reminded me of talking in front of class at Com 101 or whatever. <laughs> Trying to do public speaking and, you know, just re- hearing yourself. I was like, oh, my God. This is where the real learning is. Doing a yeah, podcast. Exactly. Public, ske- <laughs> public speaking, forget about it. <laughs> All right, enough about that. We'll, we'll jump into this now. So Nevada coming off a 3-9 and nine season. But if you really look into it, some box scores, 3-9, and nine, that's gross. But there were three games that were decided by one score, uh, by three points, or less. What are you, we both wrote a few things down. What, what are, I guess we'll alternate. What is, what is the first mm-hmm. thing you're excited for 
this season well, for, comes in and out of football. Yeah, say first thing, you got to be excited about the Portland State game. That just a sign the football's back, you know, back in Reno. That, that option's there. Now, Friday nights, you can get ex- Well, actually, that game is a Friday game, night. Friday night, Friday night, yeah. Yeah, so Friday nights, you can start getting excited for the Saturdays, but I guess for this one, it'll be a Thursday night. But just that start of football season, you know, it's like you said, waits way too long. It officially means summer's winding down, football's back. I can't wait. The weather's cooling down. Mm-hmm. It's just, are, are you going to that, to that game? Yeah, I'll be, well, actually, no, I won't. I just forgot. I will be flying to Los Angeles. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that afternoon. I'll be on my way, but I'll still get to catch a game. I'm going to watch, uh, Cincinnati play UCLA. I actually right. had that option of Cincinnati UCLA or, um, UNLV's playing USC, but oh. I will, I won't go to a UNLV game unless they're playing Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, so because I'm not in Reno, I'm melting down in Vegas. I don't have the option of going to football game number one, so I, I got a little bit more X's and O's with it. I, I'm really excited to see what happens with this offense this year. I mean, you have so many pieces back, including Ty Gange. I think there's a chance that he's going to be, when it's all said and done, maybe the best quarterback in the conference. I think he's certainly in the conversation. So what's he going to do with some big wideouts, Brandon O'Leary, Orange, uh, Henley, Armstrong, I mean, you got just dudes, some options. That doesn't even include uh, McLean Mannix and what's Caleb Fossum going to do coming off an injury last year. I mean, weapons all over the place. So for me, it's the offense. Um, a lot of question marks on the defensive side of the ball, certainly. But I think the offense certainly has the potential uh, to carry this team in the fall. So I'm really mm-hmm. curious to see if they're able to carry some momentum over from last year. Well, and last year too, the offense wasn't the problem. It was the defense. The offense was putting up points left and right. Yeah. You know, they were, they were doing fine. So that'll also be the, the interesting part. I think because you give them another year under the offense, gives a little mm-hmm. more routine. So mm-hmm. it'll be, it'll be, it'll be really interesting to see how well that offense starts clicking. Well, yeah. Well, last year you had uncertainty at the quarterback position. Is it going to be Ganji? Is it going to be, remember David Cornwell from Alabama, who was supposed to be the next oh. savior of the program? <laughs> they, they yeah, then Kevin Curitson, the freshman, he got the start against Idaho State, and we all know how that game went. So there's a lot of uncertainty at the QB spot, but now you got you have certainty. You know Ty Ganji's the guy. I mean, I think a lot of signs point to this being a really, really good offensive football team. Well, I think it just puts a lot more confidence in everybody else too that the quarterback's solidified. So you know the no receivers, question. the receivers know who's throwing them the ball every day or every game. You know the running backs, all the you know handoffs vary a little, but just little minor things along those lines. No question. All right, what else you got? Uh, other thing I got, it'd just be the big games. I think, I mean, this year, if you look at the schedule, the schedule's awesome. The home games, they got San Diego State coming in, Colorado State's gonna be there, Fresno's gonna be coming to Reno, and then of course the big ones when Boise State rolls in. Yeah. It's a seven o'clock game. That game is just gonna be absolute bonkers. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait. I'm more, I'm also very excited about the tailgating portion of say, it. You, you and everyone else in Reno, just excited for the tailgate than the actual game. <laughs> you know me, I'm going to be bringing a wheelchair to my car. So if, if I can't stand, somebody's wheeling me into that stadium. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Those, I, I got, I got those big home games, those big home games. I'm, I'm really looking forward to those ones. It's going to suck now not being a student. So I actually got to pay to get in, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think Chris Murray wrote a story in the offseason saying this could potentially be the best home schedule ever mm-hmm. for Nevada. And you, then you consider you have a Power 5 program in Oregon State coming in also yeah. in non-conference. That's going to be a winnable game, by the way. We'll, we'll get more into the schedule later, but that's a winnable Power 5 game at home. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they 
just think about it, a couple years ago, what was it, four or five years ago, they beat Washington State. Washington State came into, into Mackey, and, yep. and they won that one, too. Yeah. So, Well, Washington State absolutely blows. <laughs> That's true. Go, go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs, baby. <laughs> Um, I'm really excited to see also, I talked about the offense and really throwing the ball. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen at the running back position because they are mm-hmm. deep there. You have Kelton Moore coming back from last year. He was a 900 yard guy. I think he had four touchdowns. Um, Jackson Kincaid's coming off injury. How big a role he's going to play, but really, uh, Nevada has a couple freshman running back, running backs who, how are they going to split up carries between the four of them between, I'm going to butcher his name. I'm just going to call him TT, Toa Tawa. Mm-hmm. I, b- I believe something along those lines. I'm going to get slaughtered for that when this podcast comes out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he, but he was a four-star recruit. I think he scored something like 73 touchdowns in high school. Not a huge Not kid. He's 5'8". But you, you get a four-star talent into a program like Nevada. And then you include Devontae Lee, who was the kid who has like 10 million views, whether it's YouTube or Twitter mm-hmm. or Instagram. Just put up an absolute highlight reel in high school. Dude's a bowling ball. So I, I know Nevada last year, Jay Norvell said, we're going to run the ball, and he did. But with Ty Gangy coming back, with the wide receivers they have, with the running backs they have, it's almost like a, a basketball team scenario. You only have one football. How do you balance all of that talent? Which is a good problem to have, but that will certainly be – I'm excited to see how they handle that. Yeah, exactly. see how the offense you know switches it up and right. mix, mixes, mixes the play calling. Right, right. All right, well, I got my last one is going to be a little more on a personal note, and I don't know if he'll listen to this, but I'm going to try and get him to. It's, Gak, it's game two out in Nashville. My buddy from high school, Richard, went to Vanderbilt. So there is nothing I will enjoy more because I don't know when the next time Nevada will play Vanderbilt in football, but there will be nothing I will enjoy more than be able to hold that over him if Nevada goes into Nashville and beats an SEC school. <laughs> so that that's that's the other one I got marked. Well, well, obviously we're going to talk about that more. So we call that a tease in the biz, but a winnable game for mm-hmm. Nevada. Yeah. Mandy, doo-doo. <laughs> yeah. Obviously it, it's all relative. And, it's an SEC program on the road, but it's, it's not like Nevada is going into Tuscaloosa to play Alabama. And keep in mind, everybody, that Nevada had had some pretty good luck the last time they were in Nashville, but that was the basketball team. <laughs> good vibes. <laughs> there you good go. Good vibes for the pack in Nashville. The last thing I got, <laughs> I, I mentioned it kind of in my first one, is defense as a whole. That unit really struggled last year. First first year in a three three five with Jeff Castile. I think it was to be expected. You're using a, you're putting in a new format for a bunch of athletes who weren't recruited to play some of those positions or weren't recruited to play in that system. So you throw a new system in there. And I think considering how poor that unit was two years ago in Polians last year, I don't think there were necessarily lofty expectations. Uh, they were better against the run. If you, if everyone remembers two years ago, Nevada was the worst team in the country against the run. Last year, they were middle of the pack in the, in the conference, but they were brutal against the pass. Absolutely mm-hmm. brutal. So, can, um, we got a lot of dudes in the safety or the safety position who are back, but who's going to step up a corner? And can Nevada take any sort of step forward defensively? Cause we know what the offense is going to do. If the defense can, it doesn't have to turn into an SEC type of defense, but if it, defense can take any sort of positive step forward with this offense, then I think it's fun to start thinking about, man, maybe Nevada can rattle off a couple of those really big wins at home. So, yeah, so I, no, definitely. Go for it. 
Yeah, I was going to say it's just going to come down. If the, I mean, the defense has got to slow the game down because a lot of times it was, you know, the offense would put a well, a good drive together, score last year, but then it was just boom, 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 boom when yep. the other team was on offense. The next thing you know, we're thrown right back in there. So Yeah, I think, I think it was Air Force was like a 45-42 game, and Colorado State I think was a 44-42 game. That Colorado State one was one that made me just, you know, rip my hair out last year <laughs> watching, watching that game. Well, and you, you give up 45 to a school like Air Force. Yeah, they're, they're a hard offense to stop with the triple option, but mm-hmm. you shouldn't have a team that can't throw the ball hang 45 on you. Yeah, it's not I a good that, look. That's not a good look. So if the unit can get a touchdown better a game, which would be a pretty yeah. big jump, but that opens up some serious possibilities, I think, for this team. Definitely. All right. Uh, game of the year. What, what's the one you, you look at the schedule and you, you get you get excited about? That's the one that you're you're circling. The, I got to be excited for the Boise State game. Yeah. I mean, you know, Boise Boise's pre ranked right now twenty two. I think 22, is what I saw. Yeah. yeah, that's what I saw that last night. Uh, depending depending on some of these um you know prior games, there's a good chance that Nevada could be hanging right around there. You know with Three, you know, I would, I would really hope for about two losses going into that game. I think that would put them in a really good spot. And then you never know. I mean, it's, it's a late game. It's going to be televised. It's, as you see, if the offense starts rolling, maybe the defense is clicking a little better. Boise's yeah. not really, ex- Boise's not really expecting it that much. And then I just think that game's going to be really exciting. Yeah, I, I had the same one circled. There, there's a lot of potential good ones. I mean, Fresno was awesome last year, surprised a lot of people. And mm-hmm. Nevada's got Fresno in the home conference opener. So maybe yeah. an upset, put that in air quotes in that game. You have San Diego State at, at Mackey as well. And then obviously the UNLV game, obviously, is going to be a big one mm-hmm. for Nevada. But I think, yeah, the, the Boise game, there's a potential. That's Nevada's third conference game of the year. Nevada goes to Air Force. Then comes home for Fresno, and if Nevada can win both of those games, play well in com- in non-conference, win, maybe win three non-conference games. Maybe Nevada's mm-hmm. getting getting uh, some votes at that point. Maybe Boise's unbeaten, and now we're talking about a late night Saturday night game. And you're talking about positioning in the in the West Division. I mean, it's, it's fun to play the hypotheticals. Um, well, it changes it changes that whole dynamic rolling into it too. I mean, you look at us. I bet you right now, if you're a Boise State fan and you're looking at the schedule and you see this Nevada game, you're thinking, all right, win, you know, already right now. But like you said, some of these hypothetical situations that could, you know, play out during the year could just totally change the way we're all looking into this. Yeah, it's fun to think about. And that will be, that'll be Boise's first trip to Reno since 2014. So Polian's oh. second season. And the score in that one was 51-46. So wow. I wouldn't be surprised if honestly there was it was a similar score again this uh-huh. year. Yep. So it'd be, it'd be a fun game regardless. All right, what do you got as your dud of the year? Game you're least looking forward to? I mean, it's got to be the game almost everybody thinks of every season: San Jose State. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I mean, what was I, last year watching it? It was just like piss and rain. Yeah, it was brutal. It was just a horrible game. Like on TV, it was hard to see because the you know, rain's going out. I'm like. There's 20 it, people there. Yeah, I was gonna say it would ta- <laughs> it would take a lar- you know it would take a pretty good prize to get me in a car to drive out to San Jose <laughs> to go to go sit with those other 20 people. Yeah, we we got our true brother dynamic showing up here because I also put down this the San Jose State game, <laughs> considering the home slate, some exciting games. I mean, really from, going from mm-hmm. the Toledo game. 
through the bye, which is one, two, three, four, five, next five or six games are all really good games. Yeah. Then you have the bye. Then you come home for Colorado State, and then you go to San Jose State before the UNLV game. So yeah. it's looking forward to the UNLV game. It's on the road. It's against a bad San Jose State team. That that's the one that I'm circling. With. It's like, ugh. Yeah, that's gross. true. You come once, yeah, especially coming down to the wire. Like you said, yeah, we're all gonna be looking forward to UNLV. So everybody's yeah. Don't screw don't screw it up, Nevada. Don't don't forget you're playing. But right, I think. But you know, definitely the excitement. I do not think will be as high for San Jose State. Depending how Nevada plays in that stretch run, that could mm-hmm. be a must-win for bowl eligibility scenario. Yeah, that's and true. If, if you're sitting at four wins, Nevada obviously is going to want more wins than that, but that's a brutal stretch. They could be sitting at four mm-hmm. saying, all right, got to go to San Jose State, we got to go two UNLV, two wins on the road, and Nevada has not been as just not a good road team. Yeah, that, that's, that's not a scenario you want to be in. No, you don't want to be. You don't want to be right in that. All right, best case scenario for the 2018 Wolfpack. What do you got? I got the best case scenario. They're gonna go nine and three. That is gonna be two major. I think the Boise State game I got as a major upset, and then hey, if it, hey, no spoilers. All right, <laughs> we're going through the schedule next. All right. I'll save that later. So you just want me to do best case scenario then for schedule wise? Yeah. So you, you got best case, you got them at nine and three. Yep. I got them nine, nine and three. Best case scenario. So I, I broke it down a little bit. Um, I won't tell you what games I got Nevada doing what, not yet at least, but I think best case Nevada finds a way to go three and one in mm-hmm. non-conference. So that means obviously beating Portland state. It means beating Oregon state at home. And that means yep. either winning at Vandy. Or at Toledo. Yeah. Um, so splitting those two and then Nevada finds a way to win three or four conference games at home. Yeah. Talk about Fresno, San Diego State, Colorado State and Boise. So Nevada mm-hmm. finds a way to win three of those four. And then this team that has gone winless on the road twice in the past five seasons has lost 13 of its last 14 collectively on the road finds a way to win three or four. On the road, I mean, I mean, the advantage, yeah. the advantage of playing a brutally tough home schedule is that your road schedule is not going to be as difficult. So Nevada yeah. wins three or four on the road, and then that puts Nevada get at that nine and three, eight and four mark. And I think at nine and three, if you can beat Boise, if you can beat Fresno, then we're talking West Division title contention. Yeah. Uh, what do you it's got? Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, let me see. I got them at four wins. You think four, four is bottom of the barrel, worst they can do? I just think that the, what, a lot of the way the cards align, the lot of these opponents, you look at a, you know, Portland State, Oregon State, you know, there's San Jose State. I just think that there's, they'll be able to sneak away those, you know, some of those wins, right. but, I just, the other part that I'm trying to think of this ra- rationally is, you know, you still got, you know, some powerhouses rolling through. And so, that, you don't that's, one, get, that's you, one of the toughest schedule that, that, that stretch from Toledo through the bye mm-hmm. is one of yeah. the toughest in the country, really. Exactly. I mean, so that's, that's, the, that's a brutal stretch. Well, and that's the part too. I think it's crazy this year is the excitement level is so different from it, from last year. Right. But I was thinking about that today. I was like, ah, oh, man, he's still, one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not, 
We're not, you know, we're not, we're not sprinting here. <laughs> yeah. Nevada was three and nine last year. It, it is fun to yeah. think about the, the possible scenarios, but mm-hmm. there also is a, the cold shower of reality awaiting like, man, this defense really struggled last year. Yeah. I mean, that's the more and more I think about it. That's just really, and that's really what I think it's going to come down to the offense. The offense will be fine. The offense will be able to hold its own. It, I think it held its own pretty well last year. A couple times look, you know, didn't look the prettiest, but yeah. for what we, for what we had, I thought we were, we we held our own. I, thought, I agree, but it I agree was completely. Just, yeah, but it was just that, you know, the defense was just, it was it was yeah. tough at times. Yeah. It was tough. So yeah. So c- c- building off of that, worst case scenario, defense mm, yeah. really continues to struggle. Road woes continue to be a thing. This team has a tough time winning outside, winning away from Mackey Stadium right now. Yeah. You consider those two things and you add on to the fact that the home schedule is just absolutely brutal. I mean, <laughs> all of the big dogs coming into town. Uh-huh. You add all that up and yeah, there's potential for some really good things to happen, but there's potential for this thing to really get out of hand in a hurry. Yep. Um, yep. So that's when, that's when I said that at the top, there's a, such a wide range of possible outcomes for this team. Things can go really well. Think, it's not impossible to look at the schedule, and I might get skewered for this, but for, to look back and say this could potentially be a, a two or three win season if everything goes wrong. You know, things are going to go wrong in the course of football season. Things are going to go right in the course of football season. It's just what breaks can you fight through? And mm-hmm. if Nevada can't fight through some of those things, it's certainly possible to look at the, look at the schedule and say this could get real sideways. Yeah, but everybody listening, this is this is worst case scenario. This is not what we think. <laughs> no, we're we're getting to what we think is going to happen. <laughs> just it, wanted to, just wanted to clear that up so we don't have you know save. hit list hit list on our head. <laughs> good save. Yeah, we, we don't need that on our second episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so obviously everything's taken with a grain of salt. It's Jerry Norvell's second season, putting in some completely mm-hmm. new systems. What needs to happen this season, or what are you expecting to happen this season? for ultimately you to be able to judge this season as a success. So I was thinking about that in um, a lot of times when you're coming off a bad season, they always think of doubling the win total, but you think of, if you know, if you're on a five win season, get, going from a five to a 10, that's a pretty that's big, ju- that's, that's a huge jump. jump. Even four to an eight's pretty big jump. In my mind, we would need to be bowl eligible, get from three to six, you know, Last year we had a couple one score losses, a couple games that we were right in there and, you know, still scrumming out, you know, three wins doesn't look good on paper. But there's a couple games that I think we should have ended up in the end with, you know, five, six wins potentially. Yeah. So in my mind, the way I'm going to determine this as success is if we get to the end and we're, we're bowl eligible because it's going to show that the program's going in the right direction. We're not stalling that at least. At least, uh, the new era, the Norvell era is moving in the right direction. Yeah. yeah, it's, his, his recruits are working out. You know, everybody's starting to buy into the system. So I'm going, I'm going bowl eligible. What do you got? So you hit on a few of the things that I, I wanted to say. Nevada was three and nine last year, but you talk about the Idaho State loss, which was awful. No way right. around it. You can't lose yeah. to an Idaho State team at home, no matter who is, is under center. See, the Idaho State loss, that was, I think, 30 to 28. You have the Colorado State and Air Force games, which were both 45, 42, 44, 42, whatever it was. You flip those outcomes, and as tough as it was last year defensively at times, and even offensively early in the season, yeah. Nevada's bowl eligible. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I think, oh, go for it. 
Well, I was going to say just that would have totally changed the dynamic of what, how we'd be talking right now as well. Right. Right, exactly. And that, and that, all those are a couple of those games. That's one play. One mm-hmm. play goes a different direction. One call goes a different re- direction in each game. And Nevada's bowling last year, all things considered. Yep. So I, I'm in the same boat as you. I think Nevada needs to go to a bowl this year for it to be successful. Yeah, the mm-hmm. schedule is brutal, but you have the big dogs at home. It's a second year in both systems. You have your quarterback come back. You have a ton of talent come back. Um, at the skill positions, I, I, I would like to see Nevada get to a bowl this year for the season to be determined a success in my eyes. So I, I think we see yeah. we see eye to eye there. Perfect. All right, you want to go through the schedule, game by game, game by game. We'll, we'll, we'll go relatively That's... quick here. So the okay. opener, you got you got Portland State must win. W all day. Must That's win. me W. I'm writing <laughs> W down to. You have the Idaho State game. You know the entire. Week, month, the year leading up to this game, the co- the coaches have been playing the Idaho State film, talking about the Idaho State game, saying we cannot let this happen again. Well, they're they're both Big Sky, right? Yes. Is, okay. Yeah. I'd... No, Idaho Idaho State. No, Idaho State is Big Sky, I believe. That's what I thought too. But you got two F two FCS. I mean, we can't lose to another FCS school. And, and Portland State, Idaho State was bad. I think they ended up winning four <laughs> games last year, and that was their most wins in like three or four years. Portland State did not win a game last year. Yeah, they no, were I mean, if, if 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 they lose to Portland State, it's <laughs> brutal. There might there might be riots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm writing down a W for that one as as well. Then the, one of the games that you talked about, Nevada goes on the road to Vandy. What do you got happening in that one? I have got to go with the W. <laughs> so my, this is this is one of those games where I just separate my my heart and my you know my head. But on this one, ultimately, my heart overcame my head. It because... sounds like you didn't separate them all. It sounds yeah. like you totally let your heart make the decision. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> sometimes you got it in the world. <laughs> I respect it. I mean, Vandy is an SEC team, but they're five and seven. They're always the doormat of the SEC. Vandy, did you know Vandy has like only 6,000, 7,000 students? Yeah, it's a private little school. It's a, That's it's crazy a... to me. Well, I remember, I remember hearing that the first time. I'm like, how are they competing with like, the Bamas and Auburns. I'd, I'd argue they're not. Yeah, well, that's true. But I'm just like, I, I'm thinking from their from their perspective, I'm like, why even submit yourself to that kind of pain every? It's all about that Go money, to... baby. Exactly. Get that like, SEC money. It's, it's got to be it. So that would be a hell of a first road win ever for Dan yeah. Rebell as a head football coach. Well, and you got to hope to the basketball magic keeps it going. <laughs> so it's it's a long flight. Nevada's been brutal on the road. Yeah, Vandy's. Not been good has recently, but neither has Nevada. And I think it's a winnable yeah. game, but I, I got to put down an L on that one. Okay. Um, then Nevada comes home for Oregon State for the Beavs. What do you got going on that one? You know, the people who are listening are going to love it because I got them beating Oregon State too. Oregon State is a complete dumpster fire. They got all this <laughs> stuff, all this recruiting stuff going on right yeah. now. They are they're notorious for being bottom of the Pac-12. I, you know, coming into Reno, I think there's going to be a lot of, of stuff, a lot of other extracurricular things on those guys' minds than coming, <laughs> you know, coming in beating, beating a Wolfpack team of Reno. Yeah. So I, I got some stats for you here about Oregon State. We've talked about Nevada's struggles on the road. Mm-hmm. Oregon State won 11 last year, new head coach this year. Good. How do you think, let's put a, a number out there. In Oregon State's last 19 road games, how many do you, do you think they've won? I think I bet you they've won 
two. Zero. Oregon State has <laughs> lost 19 road games in a row. They haven't won a road <laughs> game since 2014. I think they were oh. at Colorado. For four years. For four years, for... they haven't won a road oh. game. They are absolutely terrible on the road. And their only road game before coming to Reno is at Ohio State. <laughs> Jeez. So regardless of Ohio State's head coaching situation, it may, if that's sorted out or not by the time we publish this, they're not yeah. winning in, in Columbus. So the Beavs... You, you, can, you can take that to the bank. <laughs> that's a lock. So <laughs> the Beavs will be rolling in Reno with a 20-game road losing streak. They have a new head coach this year. I also got Nevada winning that game. Hey, let her ride. <laughs> Nevada then goes to Toledo. Toledo came to Reno last year, uh, mm-hmm. beat Nevada. They had that stud quarterback who was getting Heisman love early in the season, Logan Woodside. He graduated. What do you got yeah. on that one? This one will be a little bit of a surprise. I'm, I did read that, you know, the quarterback graduated and he left, but I do think Nevada drops this one. They're going to be, you know, they're coming off, in my mind, they're coming off three wins. They're going to match the season total to start it off. And then it's going to be traveling, you know, going back to Ohio, or not back to Ohio, but they're going to Ohio. It's a long flight. Yeah, long flight. I just think that, you know, the the early high of the season will be kind of dwindle right there. And then that's where it's going to kind of, Toledo's going to come out and they're going to be like, all right, we need to, you know, regain focus. I think it's going to be one of those games. Regardless of Logan Woodside being there or not, Toledo's mm-hmm. one of those programs in the MAC that you feel like they're always legit. Yeah. They're always going to be there. It's the yeah. last non-conference game before Nevada goes to Air Force to start conference mm-hmm. season. Um, so it's so cliche to say, is it a trap game? But I think if you're looking at the schedule, it'd be easy to say that that potentially yeah. could be. Because it's not like flying to Ohio to play Toledo as a game that you get super pumped for as a player. Well, is that a game? Um, is that going to be a Saturday night game, or is that? Do they only do the Maction games when that's oh, conference? Oh, the Maction Maction's only in conference. Oh, uh, it's like God! I was and, gonna be so excited and, about and a play. The rule like is it has to be on like a Tuesday night, and uh-huh. it has to be freezing rain, yeah. and there has to be less than sixty-five people in the stands. Yeah, exactly. But hey, less than sixty-five people. I love me some Maction. <laughs> I'm also gonna put down an L there. Just being realistic, okay. people here. I'm going to yeah. try to be as close as possible here. Uh, okay, so, so, let, so well, well, let's clarify right now. You got them at 2-2. Two and two, I got them at 3-1. and one. Yes. Okay. I, I got Nevada winning both home games, losing both road games. You got Nevada starting 3-0, and oh, then losing to, to Toledo. Then conference yeah. play starts at Air Force. Another loss. <laughs> I got – it's hard to play up there. Obviously – they run a really, really difficult offense to stop that little triple option stuff. Um, just a diff- difficult environment as well. Historically struggled there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 you know, another road back to back road games. So we're gonna, we're got, gonna differ here. I'm gonna say Nevada pulls out a win in this one. Ooh, okay. It's not gonna be like they're playing in in November and it's 18 degrees and it's snowing. They're gonna mm-hmm. be going up there in I don't know what the exact date is, but it's gonna be late September. Yeah, uh, early October. It's going to be nice. Um, it's going to be obviously the conference opener. You can get up for that. They obviously have film last year on the defensive side, what we what Nevada's going to have to fix. Um, Nevada's bigger up front this year on the defensive line. I think that's going to help. And I think if Nevada can score like it did last year, play a little bit better defensively, and force that Air Force offense to play catch up. That offense is not built to play catch-up. It's built to play it from ahead. So I, yeah. I, I got Nevada pulling out a win in its conference opener. All right, home versus Fresno, what do you got? I got another loss. 
Yeah, dude, you suck. Yeah. Boo. I know. I'm, I'm the downer. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a tough one. It's it's the home conference opener. The storyline surrounding Fresno this year is, is was last year a fluke or, or not. I think Fresno is getting votes in at least one of the polls. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Let's see. What, what do you got? <laughs> Right on your paper. Don't change. Don't change what's in your I, mind I, I, right I now. What you... I, haven't, I haven't written anything down. I just, I've been going along with this. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Nevada in its home conference opener against Fresno, coming off a big win against Air Force, is able to not look ahead to Boise next week and pulls out a win in that one too. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, so I got Nevada starting out two and zero in conference play. Then Nevada comes home for Boise. We talked about how fun that game could be. Mm-hmm. What do you got in that one? That's where I got them bouncing back and scoring the W. <laughs> I think that going back, I think that Fresno Air Force game, I think they're going to be really close, and those are going to be games that they're going to look back and tweak those little things and see, you know, where they could improve upon. And then you're going to have the two losses rolling in the conference losses. Boise is going to be looking ahead. I just, you know, like I said, Saturday night game, everything's going to be electric. Everyone's going to be drunk. Wasted. I think it's just going to. Oh yeah. My favorite thing is when you walk in and you're walking in down by the opposite team's sideline and you're just screaming at all the people coming in. <laughs> that's almost that's almost my favorite thing to do. Just sit there and yell at all the other teams. Arena tradition unlike any other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Free, um, free beer free beer if you make them cry. So you got Nevada losing its first two. If Nevada loses its first two conference games and then loses to that Boise game. Then I think we can start getting in one of those potential doomsday scenarios where things yep. could really come unglued. I got mm-hmm. Nevada dropping that one. Okay. Um, Boise starting the year number 22. Uh, Nevada hasn't beaten Boise since that 2010 game at Mackey. I believe they haven't beat them since. Um, yeah, I don't think. If, if Nevada wins that game, if, if Boise is undefeated going into that game, they would be somewhere probably in the 16, 17 range. That's what, I, that's what I'd say, the mid-teens. And if Nevada can win that game, it's going to be a sellout. The place is going to be packed. Yep. Do they storm the field? Hmm. You know what? I think people do, but they should. In my mind, I'm going to have to say they should. I think it's way too early to storm. <laughs> no but way. I think they do. No way. Go for do. it. Go I for it. I want, I I want 27,000 strong on that field <laughs> if Nevada can beat Boise. That'd be so sick. Um, but I, I got Nevada losing that game. Okay, we got we to go a little quicker through this. We're taking our sweet-ass time here. At Hawaii. Win. You got to win. That road trip yep. is always super brutal. It's going to be a 9 o'clock start mm-hmm. locally. Obviously, again, the reunion between Nevada and Roland oh, Ridge, the, new, the head coach, former mm-hmm. offensive coordinator here in yep. Reno. I got Nevada winning that game on the road. And that, yeah. I believe, I got him winning in Air Force, so pull, or Norvell's pulling in. Norvell's second win on the road. Uh, home against San Diego State. I got him dropping that one as well. I think it's a winnable, more winnable this year than it's been in the past, but I, I also got Nevada losing at home to San Diego State. Then the bye week, and then uh-huh. Nevada it returns home, last home game of the year for Colorado State. I think they win this one. I mean, they they were so close into it last year. It was just kind of the defense was a struggling piece. Um, I think it's a redemption game. I think they pull. I think they pull out on top this year. I got Nevada winning that one as well. Home against Colorado, Colorado State. You know who their quarterback is this year? They just announced it. I am not aware. KJ Carter Samuels. Oh, the old UW transfer. Washington transfer transferred out, and he got the starting job. So 
Um, it's actually funny. I, I actually remember, I heard that name and I was like, that guy sounds yeah, like I know who that is. Old, yeah. Old Husky. Uh, Mike Bobo, Colorado State's head coach. We don't know if he'll be even on the sideline this year. Um, mm-hmm. by the time we're recording this, we still don't know. Um, so I guess we'll follow that situation as it develops. I, I think I read last night we're recording on the, say, the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Last night they were saying he might be released any day. So we'll, we'll see what, what's going on with Mike Bobo. At San Diego, or at San Jose State, what do you got? Win, W. I think it's, <laughs> I think at this point they'll be doing all right in the season. Uh, San Jose State's notoriously horrible. So, but now it's a W. This is where it's, I've been, I've been pretty bullish on Nevada so far. I, I said the trap game cliche once already. I, I think this mm-hmm. one really screams it. Uh, yeah. you got, you got UNLV on the road the next week. Everyone knows what that game means to Torino and to Nevada players. It's going to, San Jose State's going to be terrible. There's going to be no one there. It's going to be a bring your own energy type of game. And I, I got Nevada winning a few big road games this year, but I think this is one. Um, where you're gonna say they're strong, gonna... strong upset oh, potential. Oh no! Yeah, I'll, no. I'll, I'll put an L down on this one. Put oh my gosh! I hope everybody's listening to that. <laughs> Come on! I, I got Nevada winning some. I got Nevada being Fresno. I got them winning at Air Force. I got them beating Oregon State. <laughs> you know, from what what I've heard from you plenty of times is you're only as good as your last game, and you said they're gonna lose to San Jose State. <laughs> we got one more at UNLV. <laughs> at UNLV, win. what do you got? Win, win, win. Cannon stand, cannon stand blue. <laughs> I don't, just plain and simple. There's no way. So UNLV is going to be better uh, yeah. this year. Tony Sanchez, this is his fourth year now, third year now. They, they've been wildly unexciting. But it's mm-hmm. the, the, the second year with, uh, what's his name? Their freshman, now sophomore quarterback, who's supposed to be Cam Newton 2.0, who's an absolute beast. Um, but it's down here in Vegas. I will absolutely be going to that game. Um, mm-hmm. I got Nevada winning that game as well. So I will. So what's, t- your, what's your final? What's your record? Because I got them at I got them at seven five. You got them at seven and five mm-hmm. with a what's your conference record? One two three. Uh, con- conference five and three in conference. Yeah, I got no. um three. This is good three, radio here. I, yeah, exactly. Well, we can we can edit this out. <laughs> uh, three losses in conference. Okay, so I got Nevada at one, two, three, four, five, six. I also got Nevada at seven and five. Just a different seven and five, Just, but a, but a much different seven and five. So um, we can talk a little bit about the gambling angle. What we were talking about before we came on the t- win total we saw was at what five and a half. Yeah, it was five and a half right now. And so that means both of us have Nevada eclipsing that uh, relatively yeah. soundly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still think if, like, going back to we said if it was a, if we determined the season's success, bowl eligible, six wins, six wins puts them over. Yeah, se- seven to five. No one can say that's a bad season. I mean, you have to admit at that point with this yeah. schedule, second season with with the new coaching regime, all the new systems in place. I think that's a, that's an incredible season in year two. For Jay Norvell. Yeah. And you know me. I got to throw a little money on that. It's going to put a little, little more excitement throughout the season. So I might be screaming a little louder. I know. Maybe have a couple, maybe have a couple more beers at the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this being our second show, something we're going to incorporate in every show. We're going to call them slants. 
Slants mean, can mean a lot of different things. Obviously, the podcast is called the Reno Slant, but basically, we're going to use slants in this sense as opinions or quick thoughts, quick stories. So it can mean a bunch of different things. We'll have several different ones we incorporate throughout the show. We're going to do one that we won't incorporate until next August. We're going to basically, I don't know if we want to call it a time capsule or what, but we're going to give one crazy prediction. I think Adam's going the Nevada angle with this. I'm going NFL angle with this, but we'll play it again in August. And we're either going to sound really smart or really stupid. I think the latter is the most likely. Um, <laughs> you, do you want to go first? Hey. Uh doesn't matter to me. I, you know, I've been going first the whole time. I don't want to let you start off. You're right. Um, my prediction, NFL crazy prediction, I don't know if it's that crazy, but it would be exciting to me. The New England Patriots are going to miss the playoffs this year. You can, you can shoo them in every year. It's going to be the storyline of the NFL season. We haven't talked to any NFL yet. Um, but what happens with Tom Brady, 41-year-old Tom Brady, and there was all the talk in the offseason, whatever the story was, about Gronk and Tom Brady and Belichick and them all being mad at each other and the dynasty yeah, was falling apart. It was super weird when that was going really, on. Really weird. And you can shoot them in every year. I'm saying this is the year they miss the playoffs. Oh, dang. The Steelers and, are so. <laughs> and Tom Brady's done after this year. That's not that big of a, of a, of a chance. Oh, you, th- you think it. he's, you think, you think he's going to lead? I, oh man, that's a, that is, okay. Him, him leaving after missing the playoffs, that would be, that's, yep. I, that's a crazy take in itself. He, it might not even be his choice. Don't take my cut him. That, <laughs> Cut his ass. Get rid of him. He's garbage. <laughs> Bring Garoppolo back. <laughs> that still makes no sense. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Well, mine, mine's gonna be Nevada football related. I'm gonna say that you know we're gonna ride the high, and Nevada is gonna somehow find a way to win the division. You can talk about the Boise game. You have them beating Fresno. You've also got them beating Air Force. They can string it along, keep it together. My crazy prediction that I cannot wait to hear this next year is that they are going to win the Mountain West. As crazy as it sounds, we were talking a little bit about odds for them to win the conference. And only Air Force, New Mexico, Hawaii, and San Jose State have worst odds Mm -hmm. to win the conference. But with the home schedule, with the offensive talent, there's a burp. Um, (laughs) The roadmap is there for this team to shock Literally yeah. everyone and win the conference. So I, th- I think it's possible. No, you think about it, the ball, the ball is in their court. Yeah. It just depends on what they do with it. Yep. Maybe the basketball team takes it. I don't know. <laughs> and then, then they shoot a three. Yeah, exactly. Very possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty likely. That's not a great, yeah. <laughs> All right. And then, uh, the second slant we're going to do, um, this is one we'll do every once in a while. It's either going to be that's so Reno or that's so Vegas. Those things that we see he- here in Vegas or things that we see in Reno. I was up in Reno last weekend for a golf tournament, so we're going to go through some things that are, that's so Reno, things we only see in Reno, and I'll, I'll go first again. I got a few. Um, after the golf tournament, it was one of those weekends. We ended up at Novi both Friday and Saturday night. Um, it's not a great look, I understand, <laughs> being there two nights in a row, um, but I saw something. I was, I was literally writing down notes in my phone. At Novi <laughs> at like 1.30 in the morning. And one, one, eye of the, sh- one, one eye shut. <laughs> one of the things I saw that was so funny is, so Novi's obviously brand is a country bar, but if you go on a weekend night, they don't really play country music. Mm-hmm. So you see the dudes with the big belt buckles and the plaid shirts and the cowboy hats, but they're dancing to Kid Cudi. So I saw some cowboy dancing to Pursuit of Happiness 
or trying to advance the pursuit <laughs> of happiness. Not line yeah. dancing, but um, that was one of them. I got um, walking around downtown on weekend night, the tourists taking the selfie in the middle of the street in front of the arch. Like it's yeah. the coolest thing of all time. Um, yeah. That Seriously. definitely. Um, being Living in Reno in my post-college years, 22 through 26, I've only ever done this in Reno. And I hate it when it happens. You wake up in the morning, you have felt so much better about your position in life. And you look at the <laughs> counter and you have a pile of J-Bo tacos from the night before sitting there. So you get leftover 99 cent tacos for breakfast on Sunday morning. Oh yeah. I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a taco the next day. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so well, mad. And I was like, only in Reno. Oh, write it down on my phone. Well, and it's so gross too. Cause by the time you wake up the next day, it's like the cheese has just become plastic again. Oh, it's the, terrible. Me- the meat. I don't even think that's meat, but Hey, I'll still eat it the next day. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. It's the worst thing ever, but yet I've, I've done it way too many times. Yeah. And the, the very last thing I got is uh, running into friends or people, you know, at the airport. So I ran, I ran into a couple of friends flying out of the airport Sunday night when I was miserable and hating my life. And uh-huh. there aren't a lot of airports where you can do it with as much consistency as you can in Reno. I love the Reno airport. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, it's so, so, I mean, it's impossible not to be running into somebody at that place. It's like yeah. two gates or whatever. All right. That's all. That's all I got. Well, I got mine are t- one, one's kind of more of a future and the other ones kind of what we had when we went out on Saturday as well. Um, we're sitting there at the eddy and it was, you know, still wasn't too late at night, but it was later in the evening. It was still way too hot for me. And I, as many times as I said, it's too hot. You know, Nathan was quick to be like, Oh, this is in Vegas. <laughs> Quit your bitching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but every, every time it's like, you can always see the people like outside like tap house or whatever, who are just the ones who are wasted drunk or whatever, the, or the younger crowd. And everyone's always got that look when it's in the summer, like I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in the trucky. It's, it's too, it's too goddamn hot. I'm going for it. Yep. <laughs> so, you, so you always got that one where it's like, all right, everyone is so hammered that that's even a, a possibility that people might even walk down those little stairs and go in there. Not one single person can say they've ran around the Reno bars on a weekend night in the summer and not considered going into that river. Yeah. Exactly. Not one person can say they haven't thought about it. <laughs> and if you're, if you're saying that, you're a liar. You're a liar. Say it to my face. Yeah. Uh, the second one, this is more of the future one. It's going to play into the football season. It's, you know, even if worse comes to worse, if we lose, we still got downtown. So keep it to Reno of just always having that, that card ready. Winner, <laughs> lose, you know, lose. Yeah. I mean, when I was a freshman, I remember it was, it was tough. A lot of people were making about half of the game. And then going, and that's, we were pretty, we were decent those years too, but, um, yeah, that's what I got is that, you know, worse comes to worse and I'll see everybody downtown. Two good ones. Two very good ones. All right. And that's all we got for our second show. Really fun talking season preview stuff. Adam and I both got Nevada going seven and five this year. That obviously will be good enough to go to a bowl. Um, either way, a lot of things to be excited about for Nevada football this season. Thank you all so much for listening. I left you all to challenge after the first episode. I'm going to leave a similar challenge here for the second episode. If you can go on the iTunes, if you are listening on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We, we're going to read through those, obviously. Hopefully, we get like more than zero. So whoever leaves an iTunes review 
whether it's the funniest, whether it just makes us laugh, whether it's mean, I don't know. There's no grading criteria at this point. But leave an iTunes review. We'll give a shout out to whoever leaves that review. We'll read the review on our fourth show. So at that point, we'll be previewing the Vanderbilt game uh, next week. So we'll leave an iTunes review. We'd appreciate it so much. Hopefully, we're going to give you some love in that show. And remember, we are not done. We have another show live right now, show number three. We're going to dig way more into this Portland State game. Adam and I, we've already spoiled our prediction. We got Nevada winning that game, but a couple matchups to look for in that game, some things to look for, and we will see you guys there. Go Pack. Thanks for listening to the Reno Slant, the podcast for Northern Nevada sports fans. Until next time, and we're still not talking about the Loyalist Chicago tournament game.